Hey guys, welcome back to the Eagle News Podcast Network. Today's show is a social media debate with Mr. Flory. My name is Harper, and I'm here with... Peyton. Now, before we get started with today's show, make sure you go look at the archives for the most recent episodes. They are a lot of fun. Let's take a short break, and we will be right back with our show. It's just me and Harper now. We are missing Kira and Lindsay, but today we are here with Mr. Flory. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm pretty good. So the topic we are going to be talking about is, is social media a good thing or a bad thing? Okay, so I, I have like mixed opinions on social media, I think. Like, I feel like there's a lot of things good, but there's, I feel like there's more bad. I don't know. What there's are some good things you see about it? Well, some good things, it, it can help motivate people, like, it can, some, yeah, they can help motivate people to do stuff and whatever, but then it can also, like, keep people, like, getting addicted to it and staying on it for too long and just scrolling, like, all day rather than actually going out and doing productive things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think there might be more bad things than good things, but some good things are it really helps people be more creative and express themselves to the world you know and you can also contact your friends if you're in like close touch all the time so that's another good thing how about you yeah no i think i'm in uh in the same boat as you too i think there's a lot of good things about it but i think as as with anything there's there could be negative sides to it um you know especially for teenagers i think it's really interesting i think i've seen students who have found support and who have found encouragement and, and community when they're dealing with some tough things at the same time, I also see uh, you know, the fear of missing out or students who just, again, they can't step away from it. It's similar to what you said. They can't step away because they're afraid they're going to miss out on something. So, yeah, it's finding that balance. I think. Yeah, I think it can kind of, like, affect a little bit, like, mental health-wise, too, because, like, not getting to go out with your, like, staying on your social media instead of, like, deciding to go out and hang out with friends and stuff or even just like pulling yourself away from focusing on things you want to accomplish. There's a follow-up question with that. Do you think kids should be able to have public social media accounts? (laughs) Well, you know, I can answer this from two perspectives. Obviously, I'm a teacher, but I do have children. My oldest son is in fifth grade, so he's not on any social media at this point, but my wife and I have had conversations about this. I... um, as a teacher, I guess I've seen a lot more of the downsides of social media. So I, I'll admit I tend to fall on the side of I think students should be very cautious and families should be very cautious about social media and especially how public it is and what's put out there. Uh, my wife saw an interesting article once you know, from a parent perspective of parents who are, are well-meaning and they love their children dearly but they post pictures of their kids doing all sorts of stuff you know a lot of good things but then there's some embarrassing things and the author of the article asked what rights does the child have to have those images put out there without them actually knowing the full extent of what social media is so that's given us some pause about posting about our own children that that we're certainly not going to put anything that we think is embarrassing but also the right to privacy that our kids should have the right to not have uh, you know that birthday present or whatever put out there so we tend to not 
post about our kids. That's a choice we've made as a family. But I do know that there's other families that are very spread out. And so it's a way for them to share about happy family moments or, or holidays or things like that. So I think that's a, a family conversation and decision. And specifically to your question about public, I, I, I kind of would default to I don't think that it should be public. I think, unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there who are looking for opportunities to not do good things. And I think uh, having kids, you, this isn't a put down, but I don't think teenagers always understand the extent to having all of your information out there and your images out there, how many people actually are looking and how they can use that information. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I know I had a interesting, so my cousin's neighbor actually ended up like meeting somebody online and there was a whole thing with that and something really bad ended up happening to the kid who shared a bunch of his information online but I also like read a book about some family like sharing like a ton of information online and a whole bad scenario with that um but I think definitely like it's good to wait to like let your kids have social media before until they can actually like start to understand and comprehend all of that Especially with, like, last year, a lot in this school, there was a lot of, like, the devious lick thing was going around, and so a lot of people were stealing things, and so our seventh grade class was crazy. But I don't think, yeah. I don't think students always understand the long-lasting impacts. Like, I, in some ways, I feel, I feel for your generation growing up where pictures and videos can be taken so easily and shared so widely, and they're always out there. You know, when I grew up, there might be a picture or something that, that was not as flattering, but it was a physical picture that eventually decayed or got lost or, or, or whatever. Um, back to another thing you said about the family that had stuff that they had posted out there. I read an article about a college professor. She taught communications. And she gave her students an assignment over Thanksgiving break that as they traveled, um, she asked them to observe people around them, so like airport or wherever they were traveling. And this sounds kind of creepy, but she asked them to find out how much public information they could get from those people just by observing them. So she gave the example of one of her students was sitting in the airport. She saw a, a woman sitting nearby um, who had an Auburn sweatshirt on. So the student made the assumption maybe that student is going to Auburn or that woman has a connection to Auburn. And then she listened in on her phone conversation because she was talking right there, you know, next to her at the airport. So she got the woman's first and last name. She had the connection to Auburn. And within about 15 minutes, the student was able to find an address, to find her phone number, and to find out where she worked, and then to find her social media platforms. So again, you know, that person probably didn't have anything to, to be afraid of, obviously, but... It was eye-opening to the college students how easily they could find out pretty personal information about somebody just by being observant. Yeah, I think people need to be very cautious on what they post on public accounts. Because, like, as you were saying, if someone posts, like, a TikTok of them wearing a Hyatt's shirt, then someone could be like, oh, they go to, like, Hyatt's. I can just Google that and maybe find a lookalike on the net. So that can be very dangerous. I also see a lot of times like on a lot of social media profiles like when you click on someone's profile they share a lot of their information like where they go to school or their even their full name sometimes even like phone numbers and the amount you can do with that just like googling someone's name is crazy. 
Yeah, like lots of times people in their bios, they'll be like, add me on Snapchat, here's my name. Okay, well now I have a direct like link to you almost. Well, there's been studies that have been done and, and you know, you can find research that supports a lot of different perspectives, but I've seen a lot of research that says the more time that teens spend on social media, actually the more isolated and lonely they feel because it, it creates this false sense of belonging um, and they disengage from the actual people around them. And it's kind of interesting. I, I was having a conversation with somebody earlier this week about uh, somebody I know that has moved and their child is having a difficult time adjusting to the new school because they've held on to all their friends through social media, which is good. Like that's a benefit of social media. But the student's having a hard time adjusting to the new school because they're still living their old life at their old school and haven't engaged as readily with new students at their new school. So it's just kind of interesting. You know, there's, there's a pluses and minuses to both sides. Yeah. We've been talking a lot about the negatives. So for our last topic, let's talk about some of the positives. Absolutely. Like, uh, you know, speaking from my personal experience, I've had incredible opportunities that I've discovered on social media that I would not have had that I would not have run across. Um, for example, I was part of a select group of teachers that got to work with Cuyahoga Valley National Park last year because they were forming a teacher group to, um, to develop some new lessons and field trip opportunities for the park. And I happened on that just scrolling through my Facebook feed. So as an adult, I, I've seen a lot of things, events that I've come across that um, I wouldn't have seen otherwise. What about you? Have you found things like that before? Um, for sure. So a lot of like, not just even finding like events you can do, but sometimes just finding like skills you can learn. Like, for example, over the summer, like, or I think it was two summers ago, I got like a wakeboard and I really didn't know what I was doing for the first year of doing it. So I was up there like just trying to kind of figure it out. And then over the past summer, I started doing like research on it and I found so much stuff online and just in like two wakeboard runs, two days, even I just like improved a ton and like started learning tricks and stuff that I would have never been able to figure out on my own. Yeah, I think social media also helps build relationships sometimes because I have cousins that live in like Pittsburgh and Canton, Ohio, so I'll Snapchat them all the time. And even though we're like, we don't see each other that much, we still keep in touch. Oh yeah, and I'm sure when you get together, because you've kept in touch, you, you can pick up right where you left off. Yeah, so for sure. A relationship there. So absolutely, I think it's great. And uh, as with anything, I think it's just keeping conversation open with the with the teens, keeping conversation open with the parents. And, and if there's ever anything that you run across that concerns you or gives you pause, I would, I would tell you to trust your gut and, and take that to a trusted adult, whether that's your parents or a teacher or somebody else. And talk about that so you can get some help yeah yeah all right so that's all we have on this topic thank you for joining us mr flory thanks for having me thank you for listening to the social media debate featuring mr flory part of the eagle news podcast if you have any suggestions on any new topics or anything you'd like us to cover, email our teacher, Mr. Meta at jimmeta at olsd.us. Keep listening to the Eagle News Podcast for more content every day. Bye! Bye.